Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males. hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. Um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males. hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Hey guys, uh, so we're just going to keep... The bonus episodes leading up to 250 are rolling. So if you are at our Patreon, patreon.com backslash HMM podcast, you get bonus episodes of the podcast every single month. So what we do is Brian, Scott, and I all pick a movie. We put a poll up on the Patreon page where any Patreon, be it $1 to $40, can vote for what movie we watch for that month. And then we record an episode. One of our earliest ones was something that I picked called a a little Michael J. Fox movie you may have heard of called Teen Wolf. Anyone? Anyway, it was a blast. I keep thinking about this episode. I remember we had a fun time re- recording it. Uh, there's a lot of just great stuff in here. And also, it's probably something that I should have saved for the main feed. So. Because of that, a lot of the stuff on the Patreon is like non-horror stuff. We'll talk about a goofy movie. We'll talk about like all types of weird shit. Think about whenever we do the end of the year movie, basically. So this one was a little bit more horror-esque. And we may be like kicking around ideas for a shirt that might tie into Teen Wolf. Who knows? So with all of that going on, I really wanted an excuse to put this on the live feed. And I figured with us doing Buffy and with us being right there about to do episode 250, it seemed like a great time to throw this out there. If you like what you hear, seriously, go check out patreon.com backslash HMM podcast. Just a quick rundown. I I hate to be a salesman, but don't worry. You'll get to our episode in just a minute. For the $1, you get a monthly newsletter breaking down all the movies that we'll be discussing on the main feed, as well as what's going to be coming up on the Patreon page. 
And you also get a song from Scott for that dollar. And you get a kind of a breakdown of like what's going on behind the scenes at HMNHQ, uh, which is basically my parents' basement and Scott's house and Brian's house. And if you move up to the $5 tier, that's where you get weekly bonus episodes. So we do these bonus episodes where it's us just doing another episode of Horror Movie Night, but for like a usually a non-horror film. But then also there's like, we do uh, Goosebump and Are You Afraid of the Dark episode reviews. We'll do a thing called Fear Street Pitch, where we look at the cover of a Fear Street book and try to figure out what it's about without reading it. And then there's also just little random discussions about just random ass shit. You know, I, I don't know how else to say it. I usually plug those in the episodes. So you kind of get a vibe of what that is. And then if you bounce all the way up to the $10 tier, you get next week's episode a week early every single week, unless it's episode 250 or like a special surprise episode that we don't want the, the secret out to anybody. But that's like maybe twice out of the entire year. Otherwise, you get every single episode a full week before the rest of the world. So thanks so much for letting me go on my little uh, sales pitch. Enjoy our episode from about a year ago talking about Teen Wolf. <laughs> and welcome to another one of the Patreon episodes where you guys voted for the movie that we are going to talk about. This week we're talking about Teen Wolf. Now, let's talk about the movies that were up for grabs originally. Uh, this was definitely a landslide victory, but some of you voted for the other movies. Uh, so let's start with the movie that I will literally choke Brian to death if he puts this on the <laughs> poll again. Leonard Part 6. What the fuck is wrong with you? Wait, did you do that twice in a row? No, no, I just, uh, I just wanted to, to, to watch the Leonard part six. <laughs> you really don't. You really don't. Oh, it's coming from me. You know what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I sat through this fucking movie, Teen Wolf, and it is an hour and 34 minutes and not once does he ride an ostrich. So I don't want to hear <laughs> anything. I, I telling you if a, I really don't want us to do any Bill Cosby movie, yeah. but if we are going to do a Bill Cosby movie, have the decency to do ghost dad. So you can see him <laughs> get killed at least. <laughs> I, I, I was just, I was listening to, uh, Bill Cosby. Gekray, yeah. Bill Cosby. Bill Bukowski, Cosby I get it. And the, and, and the runner up prize for the most fuckable Huxable was you get to play Leonard part seven. <laughs> uh, guys, so, am I so having... a throwaway joke that no because we had this conversation before we recorded the last one when he's like i'm gonna put leonard part six oh, okay. and these are the all reasons right, why. Right, right. um so a throwaway joke to a podcast that almost no one but you and i have ever listened to was your entire basis for leonard part six what are you <laughs> <laughs> okay so scott 
you had a slightly more reasonable, but I feel like still painfully unknown movie that you would put up there, which was Whatever It Takes, which I would have delightfully talked about Whatever It Takes. I can't, I can't believe that nobody wanted to hear us talk about Whatever It Takes. I don't think most people know what that is. Dude, I, feel like, I feel like Franco our... In it. Yeah, I feel like especially our listeners... They know. They know. I don't know. Have you seen some of the people that donate to this Patreon? I don't think they do. <laughs> No offense, listeners, but I just don't think most of you know of. I barely know of this movie. I like discovered it, it, it because I was obsessed with all teen flicks. Yeah. This is like C level teen flicks. This is it's below. It's actually really fun. It's a great no, movie. No, no, no. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about C level in the way that like we say Iron Man was a C level hero. Not that he was a bad hero, but like the general public doesn't know Iron Man. Like, that's, that's that's fair. Well, I mean, ten years ago. Ten years, yeah, when when the Iron Man movie was announced, we were like, who the fuck is an Iron Man? Yeah, they were like, <laughs> oh, like the Ozzy Osbourne song? Okay. Yeah, well, what's yeah. weird is I, like, remember this movie's trailer. Like, I like it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm Matt Kelly's brother, so I remember this movie. Like, I remember <laughs> the trailer. I remember the trailer ending with uh, them trying to download the porn. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you got to get a faster modem. Like, Literally. I remember Wait, the trailer. Wait, is that in... Is that in whatever? That's it takes? whatever it takes. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's Aaron Paul and Colin Hanks are in the basement trying to download internet. Oh, that's of going right. To the okay, yeah, yeah. Stellar lineup in this movie. Yeah, great cast. Yeah, no. Yeah. Look, and Marla Sokoloff was. Oh my god! I spent a summer. Yeah. I, I spent a summer being in love with Marla Sokoloff. Well, that's that's a good uh, that's a good starting point for jumping in to Teen Wolf. Because I've said this multiple times. I've posted about it on social media a few times, and it always gets positive responses. Michael J. Fox is an idiot for not being interested in Booth from the very start because she's cute, she's cool, and she is very much into him. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's like a. Uh, she, I actually have a note here. Um, uh, maybe it's that I've, like, I've watched a lot of 80s movies, but if there's, if, if I were to ever have a son. Uh, which is highly unlikely, but uh, if if I were to ever be a father to a son, I would tell a, a heterosexual son, I would say, dude, there's only one thing you need to know in life: go for the brunette. Yeah, always go for the brunette. <laughs> Sorry, blondes out there. Sorry, redheads out there. Um, but brunettes really are perfect. I mean, blondes usually have something to prove because they're never really blonde, and they you know, have to have to you know like dye their hair so uh, i mean and that's fine if that's what you want to do but i i i also think that like the facial structure of brunettes is is more my style so uh, you know and redheads are hot as fuck but they also ha are you know like what three percent of the white population so they are i've said this many times to my wife who is not a redhead um i've said redheads have this personality trait of being very loud because they their red hair is so much a part of their personality that when they're a little kid, it's like they're either picked on or they're special because of their red hair. And then when they grow up, they're either hot as fuck and, and they have to like continue to be that personality or they're plain Janes because there's really no in between when it comes to redheads. Um, you're either not attractive or super attractive. And if you are the not super attractive kind of a redhead you have to be like this huge personality to get the attention that you used to have when you were a kid so go for the brunette because they're fucking real and they have wonderful bone structure 
There but you go. Do you know what her name means? Uh, I like beer. Do you like beer? <laughs> um, I have to say, I I picked this movie because I, I so I had an up and down with Teen Wolf. For some reason, my dad ran at me this movie when I was a kid. My only guess is that he was trying to get me to care about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, can I just interject real quick that this movie's a real fast watch when you ignore the basketball games? <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So I watched. I watched this and i liked it because i loved michael j fox yeah. and back to the future and wait, wait was this was... before or after back to the future before okay. before um apparently he was miserable on set but it doesn't show like he is still as charismatic as always in this movie. why was he miserable on set because he was like i he said that they were filming right at the same time that steven spielberg was making like et across the street and he's oh, like shit. steven spielberg's over there making a masterpiece and i'm a fucking werewolf was <laughs> basically like his attitude about the movie a little bit. Um, but beyond, so I, I loved it as a kid. I remember when Netflix first became a thing and they were sending you discs in the mail. I was mm -hmm. like, Oh man, I haven't seen teen wolf in forever. And I watched it and I was like, this kind of sucks. And I kind of was like, well, I guess teen wolf was just a movie. I enjoyed as a kid. Then scream factory put it out last year and sent me a review copy. And I begrudgingly watched it. And I was like, this movie's actually really fucking fun. Like, it's stupid as hell, but I had it, a blast. It's very stupid. It knows I, it is, though. I yeah. get for its time, like for the 80s, it, it was just status quo where it's like, you get adults to play fucking teenagers. But Francis is too fucking old to be a goddamn teenager. Is that the is that the fat guy from Yeah. Yeah. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Is that yeah. his name? Is Francis his name in, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Pee -wee's, yeah. Yeah. It's not for sale, Francis. It's not for sale, Francis. <laughs> Dude, when are we doing fucking Pee Wee? We'll get there because that's yeah. got to be a main. That's got to be a main feed episode. Yeah, yeah I that's almost wish this was a main feed episode, to be honest. But we could have gotten away with it. It's a horror movie. We could have, but uh, so what I do think is funny <laughs> in this movie. There's like certain lines of dialogue that, especially as Brian and I have been working on some scripts together for a project, uh, it's like, oh, this is like a Kelly Brothers joke. And the first, the first what I would call Kelly Brothers joke is Michael J. Fox's character Scott is walking with yep. Boof, and yep. Styles pulls up and he goes, "Hey, Boof!" And Michael J. Fox says, "Say no," and she just goes, "No," and he goes, "All right then." And drives away. <laughs> yeah, that was the one. That was. There's actually only two scenes that made me laugh out loud. Um, it was that, and yeah. Uh, I think it's it might be the same one as me, so we'll get there because yeah. I had two like genuine laugh out loud moments. Um, the first like couple minutes of this movie, like like I said, the movie really works. The biggest thing that makes this movie work is that Boof is adorable and Michael J. Fox is fully committed to like just being this charming everyman. Yeah. And Styles is so obnoxious as a person, but he's like that annoying friend that everyone had in college that made college a little bit more fun. Okay, so no, no, no he wasn't I, endearing. No, no, he, he not at all. Ass, like I hate, I hate, uh, uh, fucking, uh, Styles because he's insufferable. And in the eighties, yeah. I feel like every teen movie had this character, which is inexplicable. Yeah, don't the best thing in real about life. the best thing about Styles. <clears throat> is his choice of t-shirts specifically the what are you looking at dick nose t-shirt <laughs> that i would absolutely own if i could find it yeah but you'd never fucking wear it because you're so i would nice wear it you... 
I would wear it at maybe a horror convention. It would be the only time that I would put it on. But I love that shirt. And uh, our friend Cody at Studio House has what you looking at dick nose patches at his desk. Oh, nice. But um, okay, so here I gotta continue to to rag on your uh, appreciation of that character because first of all, that character does not exist in real life. Like you said, oh, he's like the insufferable friend that you uh, had in college. No, no. I, I I don't think that that's a normal lifestyle choice. Maybe it's a Matt Kelly lifestyle choice, but it's not normal people. So I'm the, I'm just saying, Brian. What? Uh, do you know who I'm referring to? Trop? As no, definitely not Trop. Trop was very chill and, and for the most part. I don't want to put his. You had yeah. other friends. Yeah. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Brian knows who I'm talking about. There was but, a friend who, but he was way more endearing than Styles yeah, ever was. Because because Ed is like goofy. <laughs> what I mean is like, all right, so he capitalizes on his friend. Yes, yeah, that's not Ed. That he, I, that he doesn't want. Uh, him to go to the night life that he wants to have and it's like see if this was a movie about styles and michael j fox right that's what the whole movie was there would be this scene where michael j fox just gets sick of his shit and then you find out that styles is actually endearing but since that's not the plot of the movie (laughs) there's just no redeeming qualities of these characters it's the same thing with like booger and better off that like why is he a good friend he's not (laughs) he's not at all um i will say the other big thing with styles is that there's there's about a 30 second segment that does not age well at all in this movie Uh, there's a lot but which one are you talking about i'm talking about when styles drops some of those hard f words that we don't like to say anymore uh, because oh, it's very offensive. Oh, when he's like, rapid fire. Oh, are you a fag? That part? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> you know, in the grand scheme of offensive shit in this movie, I would say uh, Styles asking the one black character um, if he could have money because he's trying to put together an Afro, what did he say? Afro American cultural fair or something. That's yeah. worse. That's way well, worse than actually- calling someone a fag. There's actually two black characters in this movie. The other there's one break dances with Michael J. Fox. <laughs> break dances with a pimp hat on. <laughs> yeah, we like saw, we saw him in fucking. Uh, we we saw him in. Uh, <laughs> <Not Hernia>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other thing I like about style, like I don't like about Styles. What I like about the writing of Styles is that he's a shitty friend who's also not good at what he pretends that he's good at. So like the case in point is like him trying to get this keg of beer and he can't succeed. And then he finally gets to the party and he wants everyone to praise him for like getting the keg. And then it's revealed that there's like 14 kegs at this party already. And yeah, he's just like this fucking try hard. Like yeah, he's yeah, a try hard. He's a try hard. But here's the thing that I don't understand is like, if everybody's like, Oh styles, you try hard. Then why at the party is everybody letting him be the MC? See, and that's that's the point that made me think of my friend Ed. It's like my friend Ed was one of those dudes who would walk into a party and he just had this like over the top cartoonish personality that he just drew people in. So like Drunk if your people. options were Yeah. Like okay. if your options were like just sitting on couches <laughs> watching cartoons. And the thing that was crazy about Ed was he was also straight edge. So he would just be this like full of life like no one knew that he didn't drink except for his close friends because he just always had that personality that was on all the time 
So, like, he absolutely was one of those dudes who'd be like, we're going to play fucking seven minutes in heaven. Like, not that specifically, but, like, that's the type of person he'd be. And everyone would just be like, yeah, let's play seven minutes in heaven because Ed suggested it. Like, (laughs) that's that's the type of person that he was. So, I guess when I watch Styles, as much as I'm like, man, you are just so irredeemable. I'm also like, man, I should text Ed. I haven't talked to Ed in a bit. Okay, I'm glad he's alive because the way that you were saying everything in past tense, I'm like, oh, shit. No, no, no. It was just one of those things where, like, you know, got married, kind of, like, had a kid, kind of just, you know. Just kind of had a kid? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, just kind of had a kid. All of well, your, like, your grammar and diction today are really fucking me up. Listen, he kind of had a kid. He may have had others. We don't know. There's just one that's been reported. <laughs> um, so, uh, the other, this line didn't make me laugh, but I just appreciate, uh, he convinces Michael J. Fox to, quote, unquote, rob the 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 keg place. And Michael J. Fox is like, let me just talk to him. Yeah, liquor store, the keg place. Can you tell I don't drink? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But wait, here's the question. Was this a thing that you could buy a keg? Because kegs are expensive. I know because I bought one (laughs) that I use when I homebrew. They're like a hundred fucking dollars. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they ain't cheap. But, but the thing is, is like, okay, it, it, did did he did he get the keg by being a werewolf and then like return it? Because I mean, that's what keg. most of the liquor, most of the liquor places that we that we used to get kegs for for like family parties, it was absolutely a like you get the keg and then you return the can and then they will like reuse it or something. Yeah, well, like, like you probably put down on like a, a, a yeah, yeah. Well, they they'd have to, but um, the I, I'm just guessing that like you put down a deposit and then you get your deposit back when you bring back the keg. I don't know. That just I really mean, you're probably pay paying for, for some of the alcohol inside yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah. But yeah, for the beer, but, but the thing- no, that's what I'm saying is you pay for the beer and you put down a down payment or I mean, a a a, a re like you, you, the money that it's the insurance policy in case you break or steal the keg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that's the scenario, but he does another, um, not as successful, but definitely another like, Kelly Brothers style of comedy is him getting the red eyes and the dark voice and going, give me a, a keg, keg of beer. beer. <laughs> and it cuts back and he's just normal and also holds up the cookies and very intensely goes, and these. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so this movie is, is a lot more fun than I remembered it being. Cause it's been a long time since I watched it and I was not stoked to, uh, I was kind of confusing this, uh, the inappropriateness of this movie uh, with other, something else, and I don't, I don't know what it was. But um, uh, so it wasn't that bad. But um, definitely, I was feeling boof, man. Like me neither, <laughs> dude. And the more you say her name, the more it bothers me. No, no, I'm saying I was feeling boof. Like yeah. I was all about her, and she's just so, she's just. Okay, oh, here's the thing. She's charming. She's so, so charming. charming. She's so charming. But also, the thing is, is that. She doesn't exist in real life either. No, like, no, no, she no, is a no girl. That, you know, um, well, I guess I should probably. I'm going to save that for my uh, uh, my double feature. We do double features for for these, right? Yeah, we do. We yeah, do. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got with my double feature. I'm going to do another um, woman that doesn't exist. All right, uh, in fair a very, enough. Basically, it's the exact same movie, just uh, uh, 15 years later. Okay. But yeah, yeah, that that Teen Wolf too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, two questions. One, do you guys think that um, our desire to be with a woman like Boof is because we're nerd losers 
or is it because like that's what every dude wants is like the girl next door who's so here's hot so here's the thing um i was at a convention yesterday we've been at conventions before and while I agree that like the full package of a booth doesn't exist, right? Please um, stop saying we've <laughs> we've we've absolutely on many occasions have seen scenarios where we see a guy with a girl, and one of two scenarios is happening: either a that girl is dating way below <laughs> what That's she should be. That's normally what's happening, yeah. Or or two. You've got a guy in one of the most awful cases of like not realizing that they're just friends. Oh uh, yeah, imaginable. And like as I walked around the convention, I just saw so much of that yesterday, and it made me think of this movie when I was watching it. Was I was like, man, like <laughs> maybe I convinced myself that I couldn't have that, or I was almost those guys. Like it was one of those <laughs> two situations. Um, but <laughs> I want to say that there's a thing that always sticks out in my mind with this movie. And I wanted to do it so badly as a kid. But even as a kid, I was very aware of how dangerous it was. Oh, and it was the surfs up. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was the surfs up on top of the, the van. That Just shit really like bugs so me. So that, that, that really bugs me about this movie. It's actually my least favorite part, even more than the, uh, the basketball shit. I just, I really hate the, the him air guitaring because he just looks like a fucking idiot i don't know as a guitarist it really bugs me that's all well what about when he's just doing handstands as a wolf like that's pretty uh, sweet the best part <laughs> see the the uh the they soldered bars like um you know when when people do the the horse work uh like on a on a gym uh, you know when they do you know male gymnasts the, there's the the was it the sawhorse or whatever and then they've got those two handles yeah those hand they 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 welded handles yeah. on the top of that van just for that scene you can see them. <laughs> um so we finally get oh, oh, oh wait, for 20 wait, minutes i know i have one more question i'm sorry teen wolf 2 is it bad or is it good is it better is it even remotely it, it is definitely not better <laughs> um it's very bad but there's like a charm to how bad it is but it's definitely like if we were going to rank all of the teen blank movies it's like teen wolf then teen witch then teen wolf 2 for me wow or teen witch and teen wolf reverse but like teen wolf 2 because the premise is that it's a jason bateman and he's the cousin of Mike My- uh, Mike Myers, uh, Michael J. Fox's character. And he doesn't know that he's a werewolf yet, but the wrestling team at his college has been really botching it and like sucking and losing and all their Why matches. Why is there always sports? I don't know. So he's like, I know that his cousin is a werewolf and he got really good at basketball. So I'm going to hire, I'm going to accept him into this college and hope that he's also a werewolf, that his werewolf ability will make him better at wrestling. And somehow he ends up at the same school as Francis because they need it was the only person that came back for, for part two was Francis, is who he, plays is the roommate. Is he still alive? I think so. Okay. Maybe. Hopefully. Um, so we've been talking for 22 minutes. We still haven't even gotten to any of the werewolf transformation, well, wait, which uh, is do, yeah, as yeah, low yeah, that, as humanly let's possible. Let's do that. <laughs> like the werewolf transformation is almost non-existent throughout I, most of this movie. There's no transformation. It's fine. It's just like yeah. – it's it's fun. I mean, I I think that this movie works in that it the writer writers uh, of it were very obviously 
taking the piss out of like I was a teenage werewolf, you know? Yeah. And I think that it, it that's what makes it fun. So I will say that the first transformation scene is the second part that made me laugh out loud. With the dad. When he opens the door and the dad just <laughs> yeah. is standing there. And it's just this silent shot back and forth between the two of them staring at each other. Makes me laugh so hard. And apparently, according to IMDb, they actually had to extend that scene because the first test audience laughed so hard when he opened the door and saw the dad that like they couldn't hear the dialogue for the next couple seconds they extended the reaction scene so that that didn't happen that's amazing which made it better yeah test audience is not ruining things for once but yeah i think it's just the like very apathetic look on the dad's face oh i thought that he was like uh he looked like disappointed that that his son was a werewolf (laughs) <laughs> i don't know what it is but man he opens that door and i just laugh immediately and i know it's it's not even like i didn't know it was coming like i know that that's one of the twists and it still makes me laugh um so it's around this point that i realized that being a teen wolf is the perfect werewolf scenario like not specifically being a teenager werewolf but like the situation of being a werewolf presented in this movie is basically just like you can transform whenever you want. You don't want to kill people, and it makes you more better than everybody. <laughs> like, First of all, not in the high school we went to. They would just call you a fur N-word, and <laughs> they would treat you awful. Well, no, no, no. I mean, hey, you you're don't different. To, yeah, I don't, I'm not saying walk around the school as a werewolf in that sense. I'm just saying if you had to be a werewolf, and you had to have all of the rules applied to werewolves from any movie – Teen Wolf is the best situation that you could possibly have as a werewolf. For sure. No way. American Werewolf in Paris, you get to have sex with the mom from uh, Modern Family. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. apparently <laughs> he gets, gets to have killed. sex with two people in this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, also, like, I don't know how I feel about him just letting uh, what's her face the blonde, like, bang him. Like, I, I don't know. I, I That really... I wouldn't have I thought mean, twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more terrifying that she wants to have sex with the wolf. Well, okay, so so I have a question. Which one, which sex scene is better? This or Wolf Cop? Um, uh, I mean, this one barely exists, so I guess Wolf Cop. Can I throw my hat in the ring for pink flamingos or (laughs) I'm going to pick my hat up? Um, Side note, I was hanging out with a friend yesterday and she just started listening to the show and she was like, I was listening to them backwards and then I decided to start from the scratch. She's like, and I don't like horror movies, but I like listening to you guys talk about it. She goes, there was this one movie though you were talking about and at first I'm like, oh, that sounds like fun. I could probably enjoy that. And then you started talking about all the gore and the face ripping and penises turning into things and I'm like, oh, you listened to the Wolf Cop episode. <laughs> that was our first fucking episode. Yeah. She didn't um, get far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking speaking of Wolf Cop and Teen Wolf, why are so many people saying the word wolf in school the following day? That is insane to me. <laughs> and I had a weird thought watching that classroom sequence. And this is one of the strangest notes that I've ever written down because it has nothing really to do with the movie. But I just wrote down, I haven't been called to the front of a classroom in 15 years and I never will again. And that makes me happy. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah, that's really stressful. Like, uh, school is stress inducing. I mean, I, I liked going to school. I liked being educated, but man, I hated going up in front. Of yeah, when she called him up to the front of the class, I'm like, oh god, what a nightmare. <laughs> so here's the thing about uh, this movie is that I, I, he's so sweaty all the time. All the time, even yeah. when he's not a wolf. Like, why would Boof kiss him ever? <laughs> Her face would slip right off. Yeah. But um, I wrote this really stupid note, but it makes me laugh where I just wrote, there's no rules that say the wolf can't play basketball, which is a line <laughs> I wish was in this movie so bad. Dude, the coach could have easily gotten away with that line. I love the coach in this movie. I yeah, he's love such a shit bag. He's not I a shit bag. He's no one. I love that no one cares. Like, no, the coach is a shitbag. <laughs> no, through and through. His rules to live by are solid advice, my man. No, no, no. But like, that's fine. I think Brian's talking about the idea where he's like, you gotta beat a wolf or we lose. And his whole premise of basketball is just get the ball to the wolf. Yeah. <laughs> he has no desire to actually coach. Well, so maybe I missed that because as I said, I did not watch the, uh, the, 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 Basketball. Basketball. So Shit. I have an important question then. Like, did you fast forward or were you just like kind of half in, half out? What do you think? <laughs> Damn it. So you can't talk to me about the weird Randy Newman-esque song that plays oh, during that the basketball Randy game? <laughs> it is It is like one step away from like, some strange things are happening to me. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, it felt, I know it wasn't the case, but it felt like Randy Newman singing about what was going on. Yeah. You know, I, and it wasn't the worst, but for some reason in my head it was just like, you gotta take the ball and push it in the hole, and he just stole it from the guy dribbling it down and the dunk. The music in this movie is so ridiculous, but it is. It's like it literally sounds like a weird mix of strange things from from the Toy Story movie and I Love L.A. Like it's just like was a boy, now I'm wolf. Going down that coat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it is. In, it does not fit the the scene at all. It's insane to me. Um, uh, hey, so was what was the the uh, the budget? Because this movie feels really low budget and in a charming way. I think it was very. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll look and confirm for you in a second. Um, the other thing that I'll say about the basketball stuff, and then we'll be kind of kind of done with it because you know Flex one force. one third of us didn't watch any of the basketball stuff. <laughs> the basketball, like there's, I've seen them make basketball seem slightly interesting, but. Like the sound of a ball going through a net is so anticlimactic every time that it happens. Like he dunks that ball and it makes no sound. Like it's just like, uh. um, all right. So, so the budget was one point two million dollars. That seems high, and it made eighty million in the Holy box office. Fucking shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the Michael J. Fox magic right there. Well, that's the worldwide gross. the The initial run was thirty three mil, but still, that's, on a one million yeah, dollar budget, insanity. I would not. Holy shit! Hold on a second. Pause. I didn't realize this. Teen Wolf debuted in its opening weekend at number two. 
behind Back to the Future also on that opening weekend. Oh, so these movies did, came out on the same fucking day. Yeah, yeah, I did know that. I had totally forgotten that. So I'm trying to figure out if he shot... I'm assuming he shot Back to the Future and then post-production on yeah, that yeah. took up a lot of time, whereas like Team Wolf, I'm pretty sure they just shot this and it was edited and ready to go the following morning. <laughs> like, I don't think there was a lot of post post post-production and after effects that were being thrown into this so here's a question for you guys um of the sweethearts that that um michael j fox got to smooch that weekend which one is better boof or the chick from um back to the future i'm still going boof i know brian hates us saying that name but Uh, back to the future back to the future because her name's not because her name isn't a term that you use for shoving ecstasy up your asshole. Is that is it ecstasy? <laughs> it's primarily ecstasy. Wow. But wow. it's really you I, can boof any drug. So here's the thing about <laughs> boof is that the name, her full name, including the nickname Boof, is just the name of the writer's girlfriend from high school that he like still remained good friends with. Um so I have another note uh about the blonde chick. Not so much her specifically. But what the fuck is this play that she's in? Because it seems it's like a one-woman one show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like Gone with the Wind-esque. Yeah, but like with no one else but her. There's no one in the auditorium. There's no one practicing. Yeah. It's just her. Yeah. So the only other thing that I wrote down, and then I just kind of enjoyed the last like 15 minutes of this movie. Man, that school dance sequence with that werewolf dance and the disco song and like... It was at that point that I went on Amazon.com and eBay both to see if I could get the Teen Wolf movie soundtrack. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that shit goes for $100 use what on all of those sites. It's clearly very out of print, so and I'm going to have to try to pirate it. But <laughs> Fun fact, you don't need to say .com anymore. We know <laughs> I, what you're talking about. <laughs> I went to Amazon.com, Ryan. I went to the Amazon. <laughs> Hey. Brian, do you remember? It's kind of like that episode of um, Home Movies where he's talking about his website, and he's like, "So you go to http colon slash slash www," and she's like, "You don't have to say that part." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "But that's what I have to type in order to get there." Oh man, remember you said to type www? Yeah, you had to. Now, not on. A, no, you don't. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You, you also. I remember back when I had to type in the Facebook in order to get onto Facebook. Yeah. I also remember when Facebook was just college students. Oh, the day. Yeah. The good old. I'm, oh, I God. may have been in a Facebook group at one time called Keep the High Schoolers Off of Facebook. Man, yeah, I, I know you were because you had. Oh, a, I was. You were so mad when we got ours. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> no, I don't want my brother. No. <laughs> it's for college kids. Yeah. What are you going to use it for? Like I was using it for college things. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so um, I I think I want to start using a new uh, insult. It's a rare insult. You have a $6 haircut. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I feel like $6 in 1984 would have, I mean, that wouldn't have been. If you would have said that, a $2 haircut, I would have been like, oh, okay, you got a cheap-ass haircut. That scene, though, that scene I related to so much. Because that is the type of shit that I waste my boss's time to complain about when he makes me do something. I got a $6 haircut. I got problems. I got my own problems. Um, 
the only other thing that I have to talk about is, uh, you know, the famous urban legend that has been proven false that uh, someone's got their dick out at the end of this movie. Wait, what? I don't, I, I, that's this movie? <laughs> yeah, that's this movie. Um, but now that it's in HD, you can finally see that, like, no, their pants are just unbuttoned, and also it's a girl, so. Mm. Hey, so <laughs> I got a, I got a something to say, something else to say about uh, the, the female lead in this film that we're not allowed to say her name anymore. I don't, I, I don't know why, but I enjoy the way that that sentence came out of your mouth, and you're like, hey, I got something to say. <laughs> you know, that's why, if, if you didn't know that I was a little drunk at Mania, you would never, I mean, Matt, Thank goodness you edited my porno discussion out, but um, but biggest letdown of twenty nineteen <laughs> was listening every, to that episode and realizing that it got taken out. Because throughout my editing, every once in a while you would just hear. So we won't get into what happened, but every once in a while, Scott would just go, and also please cut this, and Brian would just go, no. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. This is the best thing we've ever done. And it was very sincere. Like he was not pulling my leg. Brian genuinely thought that we had, and I think he still does that. We had cut a masterpiece. We did. No, nobody <laughs> wants to hear about my embarrassing masturbatory experiences as a child. Um, and if you do, <laughs> there's an FBI watch list for you. So in any case, or, I, or if you do, thank you for donating the Patreon. We'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a stretch goal. Uh, so, so anyway, um, it's great that I always talk like I'm a little drunk because it's, <laughs> 10 a.m. right now. Yeah. We have been recording for an hour. I have not had a lick of alcohol in mm, 16 hours, and I still sound a little buzzed. That's just how I talk. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's just Scott. Yeah. Like, thank thank <laughs> fucking goodness that I sound like a drunk asshole all the time. Um, anyway, <laughs> I have a question about she who shall not be named. Um is it just me or does she have like a banging body at the dance? Yeah. Like they put her in. She some... is a total package. Scott. She's like, a dime piece. Like I would, I would genuinely, if I was doing a list, I, and I've done one in the past for geeks <laughs> years ago, that was like hottest eighties, like starlet, like in movies. And like she's now in that top five for me. Like I am just like she is. She is the one. <laughs> she, no, no, no. She doesn't top. Um, what's her face from Better Off Dead? She's your number. No, one. no, no. She's a solid two, but Monique and her. Wait, Monique. Perfect. Monique oh, is, is the, the girl yeah, yeah, from yeah. Uh, yeah. Is the foreign exchange student who I got to interview on the yeah, podcast? Yeah, did. Which is so exciting. And you and didn't I kept dork my out. Composure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She actually was dorkier than me during that interview. Honestly, <laughs> what is what is this? <laughs> she was so quick to just dive into characters. And I was like, okay, if the, look, I'm not going to complain if you're just going to talk like Monique and the girl from Terrorvision in the middle of this interview. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that's not canonically Terrorvision, but I, all I can it's think so about close. is punk CD. Yeah, whenever we, Brian, we've. You were on the show at that you point. Did we fucked, ever show you man. that commercial? No, I don't think so. I have to send you this commercial. It's I'm pretty sure it's a real commercial. I've yet to confirm. But it's these two actors dressed as 80s punk rockers advertising a compilation album called Punk. 
That and, features songs such as Don't You Forget About Me. <laughs> yeah, and Who Could It Be Now by The Men at Work. <laughs> and and uh, I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis. You know, real punk bands. Yeah. But, but they're sitting on the couch and the or on the bed, and the one dude's just like, man, I hate when I buy all these punk albums, but there's only one or two good songs. And then she just, everything he says, she just goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'll find it and send it to you after we're done recording, Brian. It'll be the best minute that you've ever watched. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's wrap this up. What is your double features with Teen Wolf? Since this was mine that won, and also I don't think anyone's going to take this. Uh, I was saying that, you know, Boof and Monique are among my favorite 80s, uh, like, girlfriend characters, best friend that becomes girlfriend characters. Also on that list, very... Fairly obscure movie, except for the fact that I talk about it all the fucking time on this show, and I'm going to pick it for a main episode one day. My best friend is a vampire. Best friend? Wait, best friend? Have I seen that? I don't think you have. Because I told you that you need to see it because it's better than... Uh, once Bitten? Than Once Bitten. Well, anything better than fucking Once Bitten. Um, yeah, it does not hold on. No, it sure if, doesn't. If, if Jim Carrey was not in that movie, it would be a completely forgotten movie that no one talks about. Yeah. Mic drop, I've said my piece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to go next. And my double feature that I hinted at earlier is um, Drive Me Crazy. Because okay. it's pretty much the exact same movie. Um, where In in that, um, I mean, if you take away the vamp or the werewolf, the, the lycanthropy. I don't remember Melissa Joan Hart turning into a werewolf, but what do I it's know? It's about basketball, and it's about high school, and it's about going to the dance and being in love with your uh, next-door neighbor. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be – I would start with uh, Teen Wolf uh, and then go and hit up some motherfucking Melissa Joan Hart. Um, and, uh, oh, there are some other people in that movie that are, that are relatively – or famous for the time, uh, but I can't I can't place him. Vinny Vinny Chase from uh, Entourage. Entourage. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna pair this up with the uh, with a carbon copy of this movie. Team too. <laughs> um, no, but you switch out basketball for football, and you got the 1981 hit Full Moon High. So oh gonna, shit! I've you're never right. Seen Full Moon High. It's a werewolf. It's not movie. good. Yeah, I I actually the uh, the local boogeyman. I have one of his shirts that is the cover of Full Moon High. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if I've actually ever watched it, but it's on my to watch. Scott, word. you'll hate it. Oh, okay, I, I'm, yeah. I'm is it telling more football you, you will... than werewolves. No, it's more uh, Naked Gun humor nope. than anything else. Thanks, yeah, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate the, the Brian. I... You you might enjoy it. Scott will definitively hate it. It is. Very much like an airplane, naked gun, like wacky comedy. You are selling it for him right now. I know. I'm probably going to watch it tonight. <laughs> hey, so here's a, a bonus possibility for a uh, a double feature. Uh, if you want to make a triple feature, you could do Buffy the Vampire Slayer because that's also basketball. True. Yeah. Um, and Brian, just a heads up. If you have trouble finding a copy of Full Moon High, I do have the Blu-ray for when you come down in a couple weeks. Nice. Uh, fucking hell. Yeah. Are we going to watch that shit together? No, 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 no. Brian's coming a day early, so. I'm going to be there Friday. No, he's coming Thursday night. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got a whole Friday by himself while no, I'm working. No, I, I got a date Friday. Oh, that's right. You do. A man date? Yeah. Or is it Danielle Harris? A mom date. 
a mom oh. <laughs> me, and, me, and, me and my mom are going to the Franklin Institute for I the am Marvel kind of, Universe. Yeah, it's a Marvel Universe display. I'm kind of bummed because I'm working wait, from home. Wait, wait, wait. This is blowing my mind right now. Not that Brian's going to have a date with his mom because that's totally fine. I do, I, I do that every once in a while with mine. Uh, I thought that you don't like the Marvel movies. Don't like the Marvel movies. I liked the... Uh... The Marvel TV shows growing up, not enough to be like, oh, I want to go to this Marvel universe. It was more my mom was really TV excited shows. about it. Yeah, I was going to say it's it's more that he doesn't like Marvel as much as he likes our mom. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so she was so excited. She was so excited to send us all the information about it. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to be around to go. And then Brian's like, well, I'll be around to go if you wish to go, mother. <laughs> Dear God, does he talk so to her like together. Buster? Yes. Yeah. Hello, mother. <laughs> but but you seemed confused when I say I liked the Marvel TV shows when I was a kid. Like part of my Saturday rituals was like I loved the X Men and I loved <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear and Matt's and cover of that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, X Men was fucking awesome, man. I had this VHS that I would just watch. Non-stop. Was it the one, was it when they would do VHSs with just two fucking episodes? Yeah. Yeah. And one of oh, them was Fox kids. First, you sons yeah. of bitches. <laughs> it was someone's first day. I think it was like Wolfman, uh, not Wolfman, Wolverine's Wolverine or, first day? or was that the episode title? Wolverine's first day. <laughs> yeah. Man, they used to, now that you point it out, man, Power Rangers, Fucking Ninja X-Men, Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I had so many Ninja Turtle tapes that probably equated to like eight episodes. Dude, that's the thing is that they yeah. would put two episodes on and they were only 20 minutes a piece. And so you'd watch yeah. them twice. You'd watch it, you'd yeah. rewind it, and you'd watch it again. That's your hour. Um, I remember the best tapes that I had for Power, uh, for Power Rangers, uh, for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, was I had the Baxter Fly story. Oh my God. I, I had... Yawn. Fuck you. Baxter and then... Fly was the best... Well, no. Second best... What? Compared to what he's about to say, you'll yeah, see. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping that you're remembering correctly. Yeah, the other one was the killer pizza yep. mutants yep. that came in little things of sausage. What? That if you microwave them, they they literally just look like the alien from Aliens, but they were made entirely of pizza. Dude, such a bad, <laughs> oh, no, I'm such a up. badass thing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, so the, the they're uh, ninja, mutant pizza ninja turtles. Mutant pizza <laughs> images. <laughs> I'm not seeing it, my dude. One oh, second. It's the Attack of the Killer Pizza. I think that's the name of this episode. I blame Ninja Turtles for my obsession. With- oh my god, I remember this! Oh! <laughs> Dude, fuck the yes. Case of the killer pizzas. Yeah, dude, that cover alone. Oh my god, Man. it's so good. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> um The fucking Burger King Kings uh uh kids club. We had one of those. I think that was the one that you were talking about. Yeah. Mine were the FHE ones. Well, the yeah. we had the FHE case of the killer pizza, and then the other one was the Burger King Kids Club. Okay. Yeah. And then we had a few, we had at least one Nickelodeon show on VHS, because I just remember that fire-ass orange VHS Oh, tape. yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm looking at, so I also Googled, and there's someone who's got just a picture of their Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle VHS lot that they're selling. Oh, no. 
And man, there's a lot of familiar titles on this. Like just looking at the covers, I'm like, yep, no, I remember that one. You know, I I remember Uh, having the Krang one uh, where where I remember it had like the big, uh, the what's it called? The dome, drum, the. mm -hmm. the, mm. Yo, Scott, hold on a second. How much are they charging for this? (laughs) Are we going to fucking buy this as a group? It's anytime I see a VHS, I'm like, I got to get this to Scott. And I thought it was so funny that I had to buy him in bulk. And that Scream 2 was on there. <laughs> yeah, so, I would have laughed harder so, if Scream 3 was in it. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't, I'm not seeing a price. So I'm wondering if it already was sold. Scott, it is, um, they've got, how many is that? That's 12 of the episode VHS tapes, two copies of the first movie, a VHS of part two, the NES video game and two audio cassette tapes of the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two soundtrack. Oh my god! And the, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of their shell live tour cassette album. Wow, I had that uh, secret <laughs> tape though. Um, I, I remember somebody bringing it to Boy Scouts. They brought that. Go Ninja! Go Ninja! Go Ninja go. Go. I remember hearing Ice Ice Baby for the first time at Boy Scout meetings. Um. Oh my God. Wow. This is taking me back. <laughs> but seriously, um, I would be so tempted to, to buy that lot and not tell Megan because every, she saw, oh my God, Brian, when that package showed up Monday, um, I, I, I sent a picture to Megan and she was like, Brian, no. <laughs> Cause she hates my VHS click. I mean, she doesn't care really. She just thinks that they're silly. Um, Oh, I see. I thought she was going to be ecstatic because I thought I thought she hated you. Like Jade doesn't hate the fact that I have a bunch of old horror movie posters. She hates the fact that I buy a bunch of old <laughs> horror movie posters. So I just assumed like she was like, oh, you just like gave Scott his fix for the next quarter. And now he's not going to spend our money. on it. <laughs> The thing is, is that I, I can buy... I've actually, me and Stephen Bay, oof, we've been on a NES buying spree on eBay because we're trying to restock for uh, pop, rock, and horror um, for the booth. But oh man, I my there's no such thing as ha- getting a fix. It's a never-ending black hole of wanting to buy stuff that I'll never do anything with. Yeah. Like how many of those VHS tapes am I actually going to set up my VHS, my VCR, and like watch? It's it's a struggle. No. I mean, I'm I probably will, I, but like it'll be an inconvenience to Megan in the back bedroom for about a week and a half, you know. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up this Team Wolf episode. I, and... Hold on, I'm liking us talking about our stupid hobbies <laughs> <laughs> because Don't I we have do that every set. every week. <laughs> Yeah, I was I gonna say, a, I, that's all I do on this show. That's why it's not special for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, ha, I have a box set of 100 cl- uh, Greatest Terror Classics, right? I have two. I almost I, bought you I, another I, one. Yeah. <laughs> I have, it would have been $2. I have yeah. I, I have 100 horror classics and 100 sci-fi classics that I watch when I'm editing videos. Now, keep in mind, when I edit videos, I put noise-canceling headphones on. <laughs> edit the video so i don't pay attention to it at all it's not even background noise it's just on the tv it's like your nightlight yeah (laughs) um wait i mean i've got stuff that i throw but like here's the thing brian as much as you say that you and i both know 
that you need some shit on the TV because there are those large portions of editing where you're waiting for shit to like render and you're like, all right, let me look at something else than this computer screen for a couple minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's what it's about. Like not enough to get any plot. I don't no, know what's going no, on. No, not at all. But like, <laughs> Why don't you guys I mean, look if you're watching... born like normal people, Jesus. No, but like, but here's the thing, Brian. The flip side of that is like, most of those movies, like, how much plot do you need in the Deadly Mantis versus just seeing the fucking Deadly Mantis occasionally yeah. on screen? Like, you don't need to know the story. <laughs> I, I've watched the Deadly Mantis four times, and I put, <laughs> and I put watch. Here's the thing: I put watch in quotation marks, and it wasn't until last night when I decided to listen to the commentary track that I found out where the deadly mantis came from because <laughs> i don't pay attention to the start of that movie i just kind of zone out until the puppets on the screen yeah and i'm like yeah there's the mantis <laughs> <laughs> so um i gotta tell you guys one really quick story and then we can wrap it up um but when i went down to there's a thrift store at the bottom of the hill by my house um and all the proceeds go to the um uh humane society of of my uh county which is awesome so i'll go down there and every once in a while they'll have some vhs tapes and i'll pick them up i, I actually got ninja turtles one and two um uh, when i if you looked on the instagram on the instagram a couple weeks ago maybe a week and a half ago or something i posted a fresh stack and that was what i got down there just somebody had like ninja turtles and ninja turtles 2 and i think that i i don't even remember what else i got it's down in the basement i'm just gonna take him to the con on in may um but uh I went back down the other day and uh, because I had seen Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf 2 on a double disc, double double DVD. And I was like, oh, I can, I can buy that for $2 or I can rent it for $3. I'll just try and find that DVD again because I didn't pick it up because I had forgotten that we were going to do this episode. So I go back down. They don't have it. So that means someone else in this fucking city bought that DVD. Uh, <laughs> but I did find the first three seasons of Fringe on DVD and – it's uh, it's not a good show, but as anyone who knows anything about my wife knows, Megan has had a crush on Joshua Jackson since Mighty Ducks, like 1991 or whenever that movie came out. She's been obsessed with Joshua Jackson, um, but she never watched Fringe. When Fringe was like the entire six series, seasons or whatever was on Netflix or something like six years ago, I watched the whole th- I, I struggled through the whole thing. So it's a dumb show. Um, but she refused to watch it. And she's like, I don't want to watch anything with Joshua Jackson as an adult. I just want to watch Dawson's Creek. Um, and so I bought all three of those DVDs sets. And I was like, I texted her. I was like, honey, when you get home, I have a present for you. And she's like, what is it? I'm like, it's a surprise. And then I, she comes in the door and I'm like, I have a gigantic grin on my face. I got my hands behind my back and I'm like, close your eyes. And she's like, what is it? And I'm like, okay, put out your hands. And I put them in her hand and she's like, threw them back at me she was so pissed she was like you you made that seem like it was gonna be something awesome um clearly she appreciates nothing then because that is an awesome loving gift yeah but no it's i'm, I'm strolling the fuck out of her <laughs> you don't have to try and whitewash this shit man all right. Well, that was Teen Wolf. Um, we actually don't know what next week's movie is going to be. So, uh, or next month's movie is going to be for this Patreon. So, you know, stay tuned. Uh, well, I guess the poll will probably be over by the time this comes out. Whatever. You know, you know what we're going to talk about probably if you donate money. So much appreciate it. And 
This is the longest one we've ever done for Patreon. So what that means is that more people certainly need to hear it. So definitely go and make sure that all of the people who are in our Facebook and Twitter pages know how much you loved our Teen Wolf episode. Because as you know, I don't really edit the Patreon episode. <laughs> so this is us so, raw, uncut. Yeah, yeah, this is raw, uncut 55 minutes of us just shooting the shit. So enjoy. Ninety-one Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to Ninety-One Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males... Hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers? Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 